listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. What's up, Colorado? Chris Lopez here, and today's podcast is going to be answering a common question we get from investors around town. A ton of investors reach out to myself, our team, Chelsea Scott here at Envision Advisors, and say, what do I do with my portfolio? In the market, the last 10 years, especially the last couple years, we've seen crazy appreciation in price and rents. It creates a ton of opportunity and also a ton of equity, which creates confusion and also opportunity on what to do with your portfolio. So that question has been a very common thing we have continually answered and always looking to provide more and more value. So short story is that beginning of this year, we launched our portfolio analysis mastermind, which combined the human advisory that myself and Chelsea did a lot of, along with the brand new software using of Property Llama. And what this does is Property Llama acts like a very, very, very advanced spreadsheet where we can plug in all the properties on there, get amazing values on returns and some really cool graphics. And you'll see those in the slide deck in the show notes. But we all know that numbers in a spreadsheet are only like half the battle. Having that advisor, having that coach to make sure those numbers match with your risk tolerance and your plans is very important. So that's why we launched the Portfolio Analysis Mastermind or PA Mastermind or PAM for short at the beginning of this year. Today's podcast is going to be the executive summary of nine weeks where we took over 100 people through the mastermind, through the software, and analyzing their portfolios. And we chunked into three major parts. One is organizing your portfolio and identifying your goals. What is your goal? And make sure you have all the data for for your portfolio. That's phase one. Phase two is identifying opportunities. What can you do in the current market? And what can we do with the current cash on hand and portfolio on hand? Number three is create an action plan. So once you've identified all, all your opportunities, you know what you're doing with them. So on today's podcast, we're actually taking one of the portfolios we analyzed in the PA Mastermind, and we're going to give you a great summary. So it's an investor with three properties, and we run through four scenarios. One is buying a commercial multifamily. The next one is buying a, a, a fourplex. The third scenario is buying a uh, buying four properties between Pueblo and Springs. There's no right or wrong answer. They all have different returns and all have different pros and cons. And that's what we're going to cover on today's podcast. So in the studio, I've got my co-host, Chelsea Scott, who's the chief investment officer here at Envision Advisors and has been a backbone to the portfolio analysis we've done the last like two years. And she's here to help analyze the portfolio. Good morning, Chelsea. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to dive into the different scenarios we're going to go over today. I know. This is fun stuff. Totally. Thanks. Our second co-host is Richard McGurr, who is the... He's got two hats he's wearing. He's the investor whose portfolio we're analyzing and running scenarios. He's also the co-founder of Property Llama, which is a software. What's up, Richard? Hey, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm really excited to share basically all the value that I got from p- the portfolio analysis mastermind. I mean, it was just like kind of incredible having so many options yeah. and like a clear path forward on my portfolio. And it also created some really interesting like discussions, reactions between yes. you and your wife, Alona, as you're like, oh, we could do that. We could do that in yes. opportunities, but also just you guys 
debating in a yes. friendly way what should you do as a couple to grow your wealth yeah i mean especially when we have like actual discrete plans it's like we can do this and it'll look exactly like this or we can do this and it'll look like this and it's like what kind of asset class do we want to be in where do we want to yeah. be invested uh it, it was just great all right, so we're going to jump into the details here. We got some uh, resources for you to download this slide deck at the end. We're going to have PA Mastermind. So this is chock full of information, and we're going to keep it light on details in the podcast, but for all the numbers, analyses, make sure you download that slide deck from the website in the show notes. And before we go any further, I have to give a quick disclaimer that this information is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information but we are also not financial experts, CPAs, tax people. So always make sure you talk to the appropriate people on your team to get the best advice. So starting into here, we need to go to phase one. What are your goals and what is your current portfolio like? Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing on the screen here is actually some screenshots of the current properties you have, Richard. Mm -hmm. And this has a property on the screenshots and some high level points here. Mm -hmm. So you have three properties Quickly give us a rundown on those if you could. Yeah, so this is the first property. Uh, it was actually, uh, so a bit of background, I lived overseas until very recently, until two months ago. However, um, I've kind of, we knew that we were gonna move to Denver quite a few years ago. And so we had a good amount of cash on hand uh, around 2019, where we actually made a decision that we would start looking for a future primary residence. And even though we knew we weren't gonna be moving for a couple of years, kind of our plan was at the time, We'll buy a house since we have this cash on hand and then we'll throw a tenant in it and then when we're ready, we'll move in. And so this was property one. It's the first property we ever bought. Uh, I purchased it at just over 500. I put a tenant in it, which is the, the tenant that's currently in there now. It's rented for 2850, as you can see. But, you know, through that, now it's worth way above what you bought <laughs> yeah. for. It has like $300,000 plus in equity, yeah, which is a lot in your real estate piggy bank. And when we plugged it into portfolio, into Property Llama, it's it's under a three cap, which was just kind of like jaw dropping of like, oh, wow, this is really pulling down our returns. Exactly. And yeah. that creates definitely like the, Den uh, the Denver market gave you the great return of equity and price appreciation. Yeah which in turn makes this a poor rental. Yeah. And this is why we look at optimizing it. Yeah. So going back to like the second part of this identifying goals and Chelsea, I know this is something that you're very passionate about on working with clients and investors on like helping them to make their, their goals reality through investing. Yep. So when you look at this in goals, how do you start playing matchmaker and taking goals and plugging it to numbers? Well, first I just want to highlight that um, when, when you decide to download the slide deck and you look at this, this overview of Richard's property, it's such a nice, simple layout. I, I just, I can't say that enough. You mentioned cap rate. If anyone out there is not familiar with cap rate, it's really just how we measure return on an investment. It's income versus the price of the property. Exactly. Very simple efficiency metric. Super simple. And we just yeah. look at these really high level metrics, which is what's shown in this in this overview. And so I really, that's really what I love about the Property Llama software is it literally just gives you that high level. So before I get to goals, okay, I just want to note that in this portfolio analysis mastermind, the biggest aha that I took away from it, that people that I talked to took away from it, was realizing how much equity was in their portfolio as a whole. I don't think people even realize that. And because, the cap rates have gotten bad. Right. right. The cap rates have really <laughs> compressed and they've really, as yeah. a result of this high appreciation, remember yeah. that that valuation is your denominator. When a denominator goes up, the net result is the number goes down, which is yeah. what happened to cap rates. But what when I look at this here and I think about it, when we put these properties into Property Llama, as opposed to however people are tracking their particular portfolio of investments, it just shows you, wow, 
I have this much equity in, and I'm 50% leveraged. My loan to value is around 50% and my cap rate's compressed. This is where the opportunity strikes. Yeah. So creating the goal could be, I want to grow. I mean, that's, to me, the majority of investors out there, that's their overarching goal. There may be some details in there, individual ways they want to do that, make trades, make a 1031. But the overarching goal is I want to grow. And that's what, what we started with Richard. Yes. He said, I want to grow my portfolio. So when we look at just one property, we realize we have so much we can do with $300,000. That's over a million dollars in a new purchase, yeah. right? 25% at down, you yeah. need $250,000 to put down on a million dollar property. Yeah. That light bulb goes off with that simple metric. And we realize like, this is incredible. This is just an amazing transition. So with Richard, the goal is growth. The growth is optimizing and maximizing his returns. You see 3% on your cap rate. You see 50% on your on your loan to value. And you think, this is not optimized. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Not no. at all. No. So, right. All right. And going to property number two, and I kind of jumped the gun there on the goals, but going back to property two there is a townhome that you own in Colorado Springs as a rental. Yes. Uh, give us a quick run on that if you could. Yeah. So this was actually, I purchased this through Jenny, as everybody here uh, is probably aware. Uh, she's the agent down in Colorado Springs. And we purchased this at 217. I believe we closed first quarter 2021. Okay. On this one. And then you also bought a second townhome uh, here just in quarter one of this year. Yeah. Uh, same layout, same complex. Identical unit. Very, very similar numbers. But yeah, you bought yeah. that one with cash with the intention of doing a refinance. Which I executed. Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just closing that yeah, like a week or two ago, right? Uh, days ago. Days yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of like the current three properties on your portfolio. Yep. And from a high level, that creates some opportunities on there as well, to not just that. what like, you can do. Yeah, I mean... What's interesting, I want to point out is that one of those properties actually was previously rented at fourteen hundred, and that we the tenant is now being turned. But that when we had the like I had in my head, which is one of the cool things about this portfolio mastermind, is that when I bought it, it was a five cap, and so mentally I had that marked as a five cap, and then I put in the new valuation as part of the exercise, and I'm like, oh wow, like even the even what was a winner last year is now kind of like an a B. So and you're like, oh. Like. I and, and I mean, those realizations are what this mastermind was all about, mm -hmm. is having those aha moments and looking into the numbers and realizing like, wait a minute, something shifted. And I want to point this out here. So you don't even, don't change the slide, but this is the high level look at your portfolio. Which Property Llama does. So what basically what it did is that it took those three portfolio and then it created weighted averages. Yep. So, and so yeah, and, perfect. And I love that. That's your that's your roll up screen right there. Yeah, uh, in property llama on the portfolio analysis screen. So you have a approximately one point two million in real estate valuation at the moment. Probably higher because it's going up. It's well, actually, still on I know. the upward trajectory right now. <laughs> I was gonna say those valuations are even higher now. Exactly. Like, so like, it just continues go to track. go up. Okay. Yeah. We had three hundred thousand dollars of equity in the first property alone. You mentioned you bought the second property in twenty twenty one. Yes. You bought the third property. Two it's not ago. even closed. Yeah. Quarter you, one, 2022. Yeah, it's just closed. So within, let's call it to be conservative, 15 months or so, you acquired two more. And within the past 15 months, yeah. you acquired about two properties. Yeah. You now have almost $700,000 of equity. Yeah. So that over doubled your equity position within less than two years. Yeah, I was about to say, because I'm actually, I can tell you how much I'm in for it. I'm in for it about 160 for mm -hmm. the Highlands Ranch place. And then six, in a normal situation, you could consider I'm in for 60 each 
on the second two. So about $300,000 yeah. of cash in. into these properties. And I have now yeah. more than 100% gains, as you can see here. Yeah. And you know, when, when talking with clients, some people are still in the growth phase. Some people are moving into a hold phase. Mm -hmm. You're continuing to plow forward. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I'm 35. Like, we're yeah, not done. 100%. So yeah. in your... Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, that that there's another number. Another number to yeah. like bench that on. So you're looking at all of this and you're thinking, wow, with your choice to continue to progress in the past, say like 15 months or so, you have now over doubled your position on yeah. the equity side, which gives you more opportunity to continue that growth. Track. Right, and you can actually see here are my goals. They're actually written on the screen. Right. Yeah, let, let's run through that because- yeah, I think it would be good. Yeah, yeah. so right from here. a high level, like you have three properties, lots of equity, lots of opportunity, but what are the goals of you and your wife, Alona? Yeah, so these, these, these numbers were actually picked intuitively. So it's not like if you were to like, because it would technically, you could say I can back my equity position into a, uh, evaluation position and it should all be here. I didn't do that. I, I picked these numbers individually. Um, I feel like it would be a good milestone. This is not the be all end all would be 4 million because that would be a large portfolio. In, in total valuation. Yeah, that's that's getting to be a serious real estate portfolio that will, yeah. that could support you, you know, because that's the goal at the end of all this. Let's say the actual like goal that's not written here is income replacement, which is very income replacement at a high standard of living. Mm -hmm. um, so you're talking like quarter million a year for cash flow. Um, and so portfolio valuation I have is 4 million portfolio equity. I have is one and a quarter million, uh, which that actually, those two numbers are pretty related because that's yeah, about, about 25%. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about there. You want to stay leveraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I want to maintain a, a high amount of leverage. Um, and then portfolio NOI of a quarter million, which I just brought back to because something we went over in Pam is that NOI is a really good number that you can look at today that predicts retirement income when the properties are paid off. Right. So this is that quarter million, which I just mentioned. And I didn't even intentionally come up with a quarter million. That was literally my like, what do I consider a good standard of living? Quarter million. Yeah. Uh, so I, there it is. I, I, I yeah. want to bring up a point on that, um, Richard, as our as our climate changes a little bit, our, our investment climate changes. Yeah. Those numbers are in inflation hedges. Yeah. Okay. When you lock in a rate at 30, you know, a 30 year loan, mm -hmm. you're, you're helping to, to hedge that you're also, that NOI is going to move with inflation. Yeah. That's so going up. Rents will go up. Yeah, yeah. Appreciation will go yeah, up. Yeah. So that's going to move with, you know, independent kind of of the economy. So what 250 is today on an NOI is whatever that looks like in say 20 plus years. Which would be, I would say like conservatively, at least double. Right. Okay. Probably. So there you go. Yep. That, that, that's a good, that's, yeah. a, that's a good rollover. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah, portfolio cash flow today, which I'm I'm pretty far away from, and even in these portfolio, even in these scenarios, I'm still probably a minimum of five years from this goal. Is it would be very nice to have seventy five thousand in cash flow. Okay, yeah. today, so that would be supplementing while I'm still working full time. So let's talk about. Do you think it's realistic for you? Look at your numbers. You have around seven hundred thousand equity, of which you wouldn't want to tap all. Some of it are down is your down payment. Yeah, you'd want to keep it at seventy five percent LTV overall. Mm -hmm. But look at your average well, LTV here. Banks will allow you one hundred percent LTV. Right, exactly. That, that's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I tried. Yeah. Well, as things stand today, that's not an option. So we're at a we're at a forty percent LTV. So you have a lot of room. You have a lot of room to move. Yeah. So in your opinion, and looking at this, I did not this, realize that until I plugged the numbers in. Exactly. For the record, the aha, right? Yeah. The aha. Looking at this high level, understanding that. Do you think you can make some good progress toward that $4 million valuation goal where you are right now? Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, you could great. sort of say at a minimum, if I'm at 50%, I would return to two. If I were to return to 25, then that number would double. And you could say that it's, uh, it would be reasonable to get to two and a half million. Right. Roughly. So yep. inc 
increase your leverage again. If I were to fully relever. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what we're going to look through here is we outline these three scenarios on how to re-leverage and re-optimize your portfolio. Yeah. And in real estate, leverage is a big key to maximizing returns and, and yep. building that long-term future wealth. That's the unique aspect yes. to this asset class, yeah. I would say, compared to something like stocks is the ease of leverage. Mm-hmm. Great point. So we're going to run through a couple scenarios on here. And of course, I'd highly recommend you guys look at the YouTube video and also download the slide deck. There are some really cool screenshots from Property Llama with all these numbers in black and white on there to see. But we're going to go through three scenarios with this in mind. Going to sell the Highlands Ranch property and utilize a 1031 exchange to defer capital gains and lock about 300000 and change in equity. Going to cash out the, uh, do a cash out refi on that condo you just bought. Which did happen. So this is all correct. Yep. Um, yeah. And that's going to unlock 500000 and change to go out there and reposition. So we're doing those two moves and you sell the Highlands Ranch property and these futureneries run through are assuming you have those two condos still in your portfolio. Which they why are. Why we build these other scenarios. Yeah. And yeah. we don't intend to sell them now. Yeah. Yeah. In another year or two, different story. Could, yeah. Um, so scenario one is we're going to buy a commercial multifamily, like a six unit or so at a 5% cap rate. Scenario two is buy a turnkey Denver fourplex. Scenario three is buy four properties, like two fourplexes and two single family homes between Springs and Pueblo. Mm -hmm. And we're going to compare all these between uh, the current portfolio and then also these three side by side yeah because in 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 property llama we were actually able to build these yep. separate portfolios and then get the reports and compare them apple to apple yeah it's a it's a great point you can really scenario plan in the software yeah which, which we'll see soon i love yeah. i yeah, love yeah, that yeah. feature yeah. yeah so we're gonna there's a bunch of slides here if you guys want to see all the details of the of each property of each portfolio go down on the slide deck we yeah. don't have time to cover in all detail that there's was no, like there, seven there, hours of content there's like 12 line. properties yeah. yeah we don't have time so we're going to just kind of uh, jump through and go to the summary page on the slides here. And this is going through about four weeks of the PA Mastermind mm -hmm. of finding properties, all recent deals, using yeah, all real numbers, real, real deals, real interest rates um, yeah. in quarter one of 2022. Right. And we came up with this table. Lots of numbers. We're going to give you the highlight here. So the current scenario is about a 43% loan to value with about a $44,000 NOI and a valuation of about 1.2 million. Scenario one is looking at a commercial multifamily and we're doing that trade up. You get re-leveraged about 74% LTV, closer to 5% cap rate. Your NOI almost triples to $124,000 and your valuation about doubles from 1.2 to 2.5 million. Yeah, and I want to pause for a second there, Chris. Oh, absolutely. Because to, that was a in. big yeah. wow, right? That was a big wow. Um, I do want to say one move. One move on the board yeah. for you. Got you more than halfway to your valuation goals. You said 4 million. Yep. We're looking at two and a half. Yep tripled that NOI and got you halfway. Yeah, and that was a full, to cover what the scenario is, this is a uh, uh, completely selling the Highlands Ranch house. Yeah. yeah. And then taking all of the cash from that refi, so it would have been 300,000 plus 200,000 from the refi, which did happen. Mm -hmm. And then basically using that as a down payment on a $2 million multifamily. But I want to pause on this point, okay? Because I want to pull it back now a little. Okay? Well, I just want to explain what, what no, this was. No, it was great. It was yeah, great. It was yeah, perfect. Yeah. I, just, I just want, what I want to do is I just want to pull back a little and now kind of take a more conservative approach, right? So I talk to people about what's called an acquisition, you're in an acquisition period, 
Okay. An acquisition period means that you kind of have to keep your foot on the pedal of acquiring properties for a little bit, assuming you can, right? You have, you have the cash to put out there to acquire property. You did that. And you did that in a really nice manner up until this most recent one you're about to close on, right? You, mm. you just went boom, boom, boom. One, two, three. Yeah. As fast as I could. As fast as you could. Now let's say in 2022, this scenario, I know you like a lot. And if you were on our PAMs, you would have heard how excited Richard and his wife, Alona, were about this mm -hmm. scenario. They really want to get into multi. He wants to be in that space. We had a, a multifamily lender on board as well. And this one was with, though, uh, fixed rate debt because the multifamily scenario was commercial debt. Right. That's a great point. That's what I meant. Yeah, we had a commercial. Excellent point. And yeah. so you wanted to kind of play in that space and, you know, figure some things out there. So let's pull back. My, If, if we were in a one-on-one -on -one session and we were looking at this plan, mm -hmm. my next thought after this would be, okay, so you really went forward and you acquired three properties. You built a lot of equity really quickly in a great market environment to do so. It was a lot of luck. Awesome, which <laughs> yes. is great. I mean, you know, the, the hard work creates the luck, yeah. right? So then you did that. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to do a quick trade so I can get into this next space because I want to be there. I'd say, okay, great. Let's take you out of the acquisition phase for a little bit now. Let's pause. Mm -hmm. Let's learn the lessons in this space. Let's kind of move through this. You are now gotten so, you took such a big jump. Like, what's that game? I think it's called Sorry, where like you hit an accelerator and you just jump over 20 spaces and yeah. you like move. You just or hit like an accelerator. Yeah, or shoots and ladders. You just shot on the ladder. You yeah. just did a big accelerator. And so in that acceleration phase, then I would say, let's pause and hold for a few years and go through this, I would agree, this phase and that then would allow rebuild the, cash. the equity again and go again. So I guess I want to say that because in, from a planning perspective, I would say like really, really get to the, go through the acquisition phase and then move into the jump, get there, and then let's sort of pause and then get you closer to that 4 million within say, I don't know, a five to seven to 10 year period. Yeah. I mean, especially because you can look at the cash on cash on all here. None of these are that great. I mean, that is definitely the weakest metric among this portfolio. Which is I mean, typical these options, Yeah, which is normal. And then by holding, yep. that cash would come back up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that that yeah. would be the plan, at least. Yeah. Okay. So scenario number two is um, sell, a sell the Highlands Ranch property, and refi then, the condo, and then use those proceeds to go out there and buy a fourplex. At 1.2 million. About 1.2 million. So, you know, quite a bit lower purchase price than the commercial multifamily. Yeah. But then this is a real property that uh, someone purchased uh, like a month ago or two months ago. Yeah, it just closed. Uh, yeah, it just closed. And that and was so, actual, not pro forma. It, it closed at a, like, it's currently a five cap. Yeah. yeah. And so again, these are real deals and real opportunities. So I'm highlighting that purchase price because we're not using as much, we're not deploying as much equity because there's more equity deployed there. So returns will be slightly lower. Yeah. But he got there, buy a property, and the pros of that's 30-year fixed debt, all the stuff. Yeah. And similar LTV, Similar cap rate. Um, well, and this was 200,000 cash on hand remaining. Yeah, and that's saying you had more, you know, cash on hand go out there and buy another property as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to highlight that because that's not fully modeled out in here right. yeah. because you have some right. extra cash to go out there. Yeah. Well, because um, I am working some, like, like I got that third, uh, the reason I got such a great deal on that third, second condo was because I got it off market. It was opportunistic. And so... Uh, gives it's you valuable to do that. I again. wouldn't have yeah. been able to make that move right. if I wasn't well positioned right. with a good balance sheet. So this one kind of protects the balance sheet a little yep. bit, leaves some doors open. Versus, I would say scenario one and three are fully committed. Yeah, done. you're, like, you're leveraged out, out max. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, see, that's my again. That's why I love the scenario planning. Yeah, because yeah. people it speaks to people's risk tolerances. 
and their comfort levels, right? Some people may want to go into the multifamily space and work in commercial the commercial lending space. If you don't, a fourplex is another great option because it's still multiple doors. It's still multifamily if that's where Similar you want to be. Rate. But some people don't even want to go into multifamily. So this third scenario really works in that in that you know, gives you all the different options. And, and also, also this is, gives you different leverage options. And this one, the third scenario is actually very geographically diversified as well. Yeah, so let's so let's move into scenario number three because this was two fourplexes and two single-family homes. It was a fourplex and a townhome in Springs. Yes. And a fourplex and a detached single-family home in Pueblo. Yes. Mm-hmm. So different asset classes spread across, you know, a geographic distance on there. Um and again, that's kind of maxing out the leverage on there, you know, about a 2.5 million total valuation with similar LTVs, similar cap rates to the other scenarios, but maximize the leverage. And four residential properties are very different than managing one multifamily. Especially when one is not now. better than worse. It's just yeah. different with pros and cons. And one thing we discovered in this mastermind that you ran was basically that people were really excited about Pueblo. <laughs> we, we saw a lot of a lot of well, excitement around Pueblo. I was going to say this. W- mm-hmm. One thing I just would want to add here quickly is that the reason it's neat that we have exposure to both Pueblo and Colorado Springs is that those are two very different markets from yep. an investor point of view. Mm-hmm. Yep. One is a cash flow market. One is an appreciation market. And that this gives me exposure to both. Well, yep. the other thing is that some, some of the excitement around Pueblo is also that entry point. The entry point yes. is lower, which is why you can do a fourplex and a condo two fourplexes and two condos with the same oh, geez, I cash like outlay. 10 units exactly. This. 10 doors. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. So the, the other part of it is, <laughs> I love your it's Richard. like, yeah, the, uh-huh, I know, I know. No, that was like, literally uh-huh. like 2027, I would have 10 doors like was my previous planning, you know? So. Yeah. So that, that really accelerate, that's that accelerator. Right. And so then the, the, the final point on the Pueblo piece as well is that you have, basically locational diversity. So that locational diversity is something that people also like. Like, should I really focus all in Denver? Should I go to the Springs? Should I include Pueblo? Pueblo definitely is locational diversity because while you say Colorado Springs is an appreciation market today, there's a lot of belief and actually builders that are moving into Pueblo that traditionally start early and young in markets. In 10 to 15 years, that will suddenly be a big multiplier for yeah. your equity as well. Because it's a so, wa- it's just the waterfall of population. Exactly. Denver becomes too expensive, they go to mm-hmm. Springs. Springs. Very school. well said. I like yeah, that. I, I like that. The waterfall. It's usually like the concentric circles, but the waterfall, I like that a lot. Well, because it's one it's bucket gets full over. and then it spills into this one and then it spills <laughs> yeah. into this one. Yeah. So through all this, I mean, we are just touching the tip of the iceberg between what the software spits <laughs> We talked out. about this for 10 hours. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so... Yeah. We could talk for hours more on this podcast, but we'll wrap up here because we want to keep it very high level mm-hmm. and really present that, hey, you have to define your current portfolio. Yeah. You have to identify your goals. Mm-hmm. You have to go through and say, great, based on my goals, my current portfolio, mm-hmm. with the market conditions out there, what can I do? Right. In Richard and Alona's case, it was these three scenarios. And throughout this, we discussed numbers, but all the pros and cons of each asset class, of being different parts of the, uh, of the front range. And from all this... What is kind of what you and Alona are leaning towards ah, on this? I was gonna. I was wondering if I was allowed to tell people what what well, I was gonna pick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's actually what what, what we. The whole ended point up, of this is what's your action plan? Right. What are you doing? <laughs> so so what we ended up doing. Uh, well, we didn't end up doing because it's all the action plan. But where we're comfortable with and what our plans are today are that it's a blend of scenario two and three. 
Uh, well, because as you could see, two had a lot of cash left over, mm -hmm. so that it yeah, was about two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually like the one point two million dollar fourplex in Denver. Except I would say we would be open to that in Springs or Denver, especially given the inventory situation. It would just be like, well, I'll take either. Yep. Uh, so a relative, and that would be, so selling the Highlands Ranch place, which is like a total pig of a property, you know, mm -hmm. selling that and putting it- From all, a rental perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a pure yeah, rental yeah, perspective. Yeah. Or just property, just well, a poor rental. And we forgot to mention that I had never seen that property. And then we went to go see it. And we're not in love with it. <laughs> like, and so we're like, no, yeah. do we really want to live here? No. And then that that was after, like, that was actually halfway through Pam, where we really had like a gut check of, are we going to live here? Or are we going to sell just, this? I and then just... we 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 visited and we walked out. And my wife and I were just like, uh, we have no emotional attachment to this place whatsoever. <laughs> I just love though that you bought it, and now you have all this equity in it, and yeah, it gives yeah, you yeah, more yeah, yeah. choices for the place that you do love. It's yeah. so great. But also, just, yeah. and this is also throughout. Hey, you bought this plan. You're like, hey, this is gonna be our future primary residence. Yeah, yeah. great. Sounds great on paper because I don't want to change Zillow. Do. Yeah, yeah, it looks right. great on Zillow. Like, Plans change, right? And this is why we do portfolio reviews. But look yeah. at what you did. You opened your opportunity scope. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's oh. a good phrase. So, so wait, to, to fully yeah. circle back. So what we would do is we take down the $1.2 million fourplex on a conventional loan. Yeah. Uh, and then we calculated that you can actually get a conventional loan for about up to 1.8 these days. I think that's what Joe said. Um, I think it's uh, a purchase price. Maybe. Yeah, I'm total. Sure. To no, sure no, that's what I meant. Total purchase price. Yeah. Is that, that's about where that taps out in Denver at the moment. Um, so we do conventional there and then probably actually one more townhome that's more or less identical. So a third townhome because like you can get a just below a five for about 300,000 now in Colorado Springs. So we'd pick up one of those. And then my wife would like to then also get one more unit in Pueblo. And so I said for, for 20,000 in the property. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah let's do it. <laughs> and, and, you know, this, this is the whole purpose of everything that we've been working towards for a couple of years now on just, Hey, how do we blend numbers, human advisory and help emotions. people understand emotions? Like it's just yeah. so many yeah. things are converging here where it's not just what the spreadsheet says, like you have reality, yeah. emotions, you know, husband, wife. No, cause we opinions. left the first Pam and we're like, we got to sell this place. We were like, we were supposed to move in yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is, this is something that we all love doing. We had yeah. great reactions from the vast majority majority of people in the PA mastermind and to really wrap this up like I said this is the tip of the iceberg on here and if you guys want the details go download the slide deck it's like a I don't know, 20 slides or so lots there's of like screenshots. 20 properties in there yeah lots of information in yeah, there yeah. go download it it's an easy PDF download we're also planning our next uh, portfolio analysis mastermind. The first one went so well. Yep. Now we're going back and making it better, bring some yep. updates to the software, making yep. updates to the process, just the mm -hmm. same thing, make everything better. And we're going to start the next one here next couple of months. Uh, so exact details are coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Go join the wait list, which you'll join once you go download the slide deck. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, what we just condensed here in 30 minutes on what Richard and Lone's portfolio did mm -hmm. that we will do again in the next PA mastermind. And everyone yep. who signs up gets this treatment that I, or well, they get an analysis section with yep. Chelsea and, or someone else on the team like you. And they say, okay, here's your portfolio. Now, what are the opportunities? Here's all your options. Yep. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I never would have been able to come up with these plans yeah. on my own, like no way. Yeah. It's been, yeah. and this has just been yeah. like, I mean, we love it. Uh, the investors and clients love it. So we're going to do more of these and just get better and better. And through there as well, if you want to go out there and create a free account on Property Llama, uh, you know, the software that helps analyze all this, 
go ahead and do it. It's portfolio.denverinvestmentrealestate.com, yep. which is a super long URL. Just go to the show notes, click it. It'll go there. But if you want more information on here, just download it, reach out to us. Like we know it's lots of information, but we're passionate about it. We're going to bring us education, the software, the market, download the slides, join the wait list, create your account. Any questions along the way, reach out to me, Chelsea or Richard, and yeah. we will make sure we take care of you. Yep. So yeah, you can chat with me right in Property Llama. So if you have a question about the software, because we're not running the PAM now, so you know, I guess you'll yeah. be using it yourself. But if you have a question, there's chat. You can just send me a message. I'm the one who gets these. I'm the one who replies. Yeah. So awesome. And just where do they download that side deck, Chris? Is uh, that it's in the all show the notes? show notes here. Okay. Yeah. So Great. go to the show notes and all the stuff Click in there we below. talked about. And in some reason you can't find it, always just email me or Chelsea and the team and we'll make sure you get the slides in there as well. We want the information out there mm -hmm. and that education out there because this is a sorely uh, need information in this space. Mm -hmm. So everyone, thank you for listening and watching. Download the resources, plug in. Chelsea, thank you. Richard, thank you. We'll thank see you guys, you guys. soon. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to seeing everybody on PAM too. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Chris. Bye, everyone. Bye.